Would you like to win yourself a Tate FX BNB overdrive? Yes, I would. Well, uh, you can't because you're the co-host. Well, that's not fair. Let's start again. <laughs> would you like to win the Tate FX BNB overdrive listener? Yes. Well done, Matt. No one will never know. <laughs> Do you have an Instagram account? Um, I've never uploaded to it, but I think I might have one somewhere. Ah, bullshit. This is not going well. So let's pretend you do. Okay. Uh, do you want to win a Tate FX BNB Overdrive? Yes, I do. Do you have an Instagram account? Yes, I do, probably. And a Facebook account? Yes. Fantastic. You are eligible. So what you need to do is go on facebook.com and find the Fret Talk podcast group. You need to become part of that. You also need to go onto Instagram, not Facebook, as I mentioned in my video, and follow Tate Effects on Instagram also. If you do these two things, you will be in the running to win a Tate Effects BMB Overdrive. Check out Tate Effects stuff at tateeffects.co.uk. I, I, I will do that now. Um, will you give me time before the cast starts? Oh, God damn it, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, 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 Fret Talk listeners. This is your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are joined by... Oli- no, he's not here this week. You are joined by Ayrton. Uh, he's not here this week, fuck. Matt, are you there? Hi, Matt. Whee! I'm not alone. I think I may have scared them off this week. <laughs> Either that or it was a very, very quick turnaround for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be the second one, just maybe. Yeah, just a just a smidge. There's nothing like a spontaneous casting, is there? No, it's it's a wondrous thing. Indeed. So, how are you, Matt? What's been going on? Yeah, not too bad. I had two gigs in two days this weekend, which was interesting. You absolute fucking monster. It was good fun. Tell me more. Um, well, I left work at half past five on Friday... And had to be fully set up and sound checked by seven o'clock at a venue a half hour's drive away. So that was interesting. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's somewhat of a mammoth task right there. Yeah, so basically, um the rest of the guys had already like part set up because they all finish earlier than I do. And I just rocked in, dropped my amp down and said, I hope you've set the PA up. <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it went well. Um They'd already sorted most of it, so luckily it was just a case of plugging my guitar and amp in, pedal board, putting a compressor on the pedal board, and then going for it. I'm, I'm listening, putting the compressor on the pedal board. Yeah, the, you remember the, I talked about the little yellow Moore comp, yellow comp, whatever it's called. Yeah, the yellow yellow comp, Moore, yeah. So I stuck that on the board because 
we've got some clean songs and I need a clear, like, ringing clean sound that sustains. And it's good for that, but I won't be using it as an always-on pedal because it doesn't like my hotcake. At least if you stick it as the first thing in the chain, it just makes my hotcake not as good. Uh, so, yeah. That is a shame. And it's odd because my hotcake seems to react with everything else fantastically. But yeah, just whatever it is, the compressed signal into the hotcake doesn't quite do it for me. Maybe that was what it was with me because I always have a compressor on. So maybe that's why you didn't like the hotcake. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I tried it on its own though. Um, <laughs> I might have to try another hotcake. Yeah, maybe you do. Or two. <laughs> this is, is this a spoiler alert for something future? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> Uh, but we'll we'll leave that as a spoiler for now. How did the other gig yeah. go? Uh, really weird. It was in a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about did cakes. You know that's normal. And then we're in the bakery. Yeah. So is it a vegan bakery? Um, oh, that's the worst kind. <laughs> everything. It's not only vegan because everything's gluten free and all that nonsense as well. It's just <laughs> <laughs> down with this sort of thing. Exactly, Father Ted. Exactly. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. So it was, in, it was in a bakery, which is weird, but it's an all right size venue. It's a bakery that has like a cafe inside it, yeah. and they basically hire it out to people because it's the size of a function room. So they hire somebody in to come and do food, and they all had a Christmas dinner and then got up and danced. And we were quite worried because there's only about forty five people there, but they were up dancing from the first song, so. It's another Get good in. gig. Get in. Loving that. I although it was in well, uh we obviously set up and then left and then came back after they'd had their food and one guy came up to us and asked if we'd be playing any waltzes. <laughs> and we were like <laughs> No and then he's like, Oh well, do, you, do you at least do some rock and roll? And we're like, Well we've got a couple of rock and roll tracks. And he was like, Well will you just play them on repeat? And I was like, No. No. <laughs> no. Like, do you understand what you've booked here? And he was like not really. <laughs> I, was just, I had my head in my hands. I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I hope this guy is taking the mick, but I don't think he was. No, but <laughs> the fact that it, it went well anyway, despite the fact he thought he'd <laughs> hired a string quartet. <laughs> yeah, but it went well. Like I say, it went well. Everyone was up and dancing. Everybody was enjoying themselves. So, yeah, it was good. And, uh, and which guitars did you use for these gigs? Uh, the Friday night I used the SG and the Cabernet and the Saturday night I used the Variax and the Cabernet bang on I think I need to get my uh, my Variax out again because it's been a while <laughs> your Variax seems to come out more than a lot of your other guitars though <laughs> it does it does it does um, which is a testament to its quality and and just how versatile it is because I, I do trust it Um but then I I also have many, many guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yes. of which, um, I've received uh, two guitars on loan this week, one of which um, will be appearing on my YouTube channel sometime soon. Uh, it has appeared on my YouTube channel before. It is the Harley Benton SC. <laughs> yeah, yeah because, I know what you mean. Yep. Yeah. 
the, 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 yeah, the the less poorly shaped one. Um, <laughs> I, I mumble over the the serial number because I, I I'm sure I put it up as the four fifty, and I've been corrected about four times. So <laughs> yeah, apparently I, I said the wrong serial number. I said the wrong colour as well. So oh, was it not honey burst? It was faded honey burst. No, I think it, it, yeah, it's something like. Uh, faded violin burst. So there is that. Um, <laughs> do I care? No, not really. Not even the slightest. Um, but the uh, it, it's come back from from Fletch because it, it's actually Fletch's guitar. Um, but he's put some blends in it, so that's a nice. thing. Uh, and that's, they are that sounds like an amazing thing. Well, we we all know my opinion on the blends. Um, but these I ones are unpotted ones as well. On <laughs> yeah. So apparently, un- unpotted uh, pickups are supposed to be even more kind of responsive. Um, but they do have that downside of squealing when you put a lot of drive through them. So we <laughs> shall see. We'll see if I can get them yeah. to squeal. So. <laughs> Can confirm that you definitely can get them to squeal even without a lot of drive. So yeah, that's that's going to be a thing. Um, but also on on Fletch's um, kind of social media recently, he's he shared a picture of some telly pickups. And these telly pickups, he's a wooden topped one. Yeah, so he's, it's I mean the wooden top ones aren't a new thing, but the neck pickup is kind of half covered, half uncovered. Yeah. And I've I've got his telly with, with those in as well. So very soon I'm going to be uh going to be wanting a set of them. So that's uh that's up and coming, but it's um uh, obviously I've not I've not played them yet, otherwise I'd be telling you exactly how awesome they are. Um <laughs> but, yet being the key word in that sentence. Well yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable. Because I don't think he's made a pickup that I've not enjoyed, and um, uh, upon uh, picking these guitars up from Fletch, I also dropped off my Fireman, um, which is now officially going to get some single coils in it, and I don't even know what they're going to be. I just said, "Go, go crazy." <laughs> You're going to have one that's rated like 15k output. One that's about 11 and one that's about three. <laughs> and I'm going to love every second of it. Um, he he did he mentioned some of the ideas that he was having and, and one of which very much uh, very much excited me so we'll we'll see see what happens with that. but I'm not going I'm not going to let away the uh, the secrets just yet. Um, but I as I mentioned to you before the cast, I have been very, very busy over the past couple of days with podcast-related things. So, yep. so about two, uh, probably about three days ago now. No, it was it was two days ago. Um, I recorded a podcast with Mr. Anjay um, of the Dave Rage um, Instagram channel because our competition came to a close and we have a winner. Um, Alex Harper. Congratulations, well done. Um, he he won the the prize package from the uh, the BPC Yards uh, competition. So he won um, a Hello Sailor Rangemaster, 
which I, I very much would have liked to have won. <laughs> uh, a JSA Blues Maker, which I very much would have liked to have won. Uh, and then there were like three other, um, you kind of micro Chinese pedals, which again I'd like I'd like to have given a go, but definitely would have liked the Hello <laughs> Sailor and the uh, JSA. the JSA because they are a bit good. Um, so that yeah that happened. Uh, so go go check out the uh, the interview because it's not just it's not just us going yeah this guy's the winner. Hey. Um, there's there's some some interview series in with that as well, and we talk about uh, some of the stuff that's gone on his channel recently, and he's he's been uh, reviewing some Harley Benton guitars himself. Uh, one of which was a three three five style Harley Benton, so definitely worth having a check out of that. Um, yeah, and the, you also uh, at the start of gave the, the greatest. Yeah, yeah. You also gave the greatest metal band name in history in the middle of it. <laughs> Go on. The the death cries of ro- of a robot chicken. Indeed. I think I think that might be my uh my debut metal album. Yeah, I'll fight you for it. <laughs> All the way <laughs> cuz that's amazing. Or we can team up and make the uh it's probably going to be the worst metal album cuz <laughs> I'm a blues player predominantly. I play indie and at home I play blues. There you go. So it's it's going to be an ill-conceived metal album. But hey ho. Concept blues metal concept band. That's what it will be. Yeah. <laughs> There's not even a portmanteau word for blues and metal. Is that blettle or blues? Blues. Either way, it sounds like it's uh, something that you need to construct from an IKEA list. flat pack. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> so yeah I think blues metal is uh, it's already onto a loser there um, but yeah at the start of the cast as well you will have heard that there's um, a, a competition going on for Tater Effects um, the BNB Overdrive and Didn't just know he was from the West Country Taters yeah <laughs> Tater Effects that's it Tater Effects uh, <laughs> oh I, I he needs to make the spud drive or something like that. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> the cider drive. <laughs> That's it. Um, so, yeah, two ways to win on that. Um, and I forgot what they are. Uh, so, yeah, you need to be part of our Facebook our group. Facebook group. Yeah, so the, the Fret Talk podcast. Instagram. Yeah, that's it. So, our Facebook group, his Instagram. I did say in the... Um, in the YouTube video that you need to like and, and whatnot, like and follow his Facebook page. But I've been having real trouble with that. Um, I tried to sort it out with, uh, with Moog and I, I couldn't, couldn't work it out. So there's either some mental link problem with it or I don't know. So the Instagram is, is where you need to go. I will be going through, uh, on the on the closing date, I'll be going through the the people who like the Instagram account and the people who are part of our um, our Facebook group, and painstakingly cross referencing who's who's part of both. Uh, I might sounds like a fun afternoon. Yeah, it sounds like a horrible spreadsheet filled afternoon. But I will do it, um, and then I might even make a video where I've put all of those names into a hat. And draw one. 
Um, so is it going to be a metaphorical hat like the one you just had? Yeah, yeah, it, it may be that one. It may be a metaphorical list. I might just scroll down the list and point at someone. Macwine. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I might be exempt from this. Yeah, potentially, <laughs> potentially. So somebody in the intro mentioned something about my name not being allowed. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm not allowed as well. So <laughs> that I mean, it sucks. It's Bastard. it's the same kind of thing with this this Hello Sailor Range Master that I would have loved to have won. Uh, but hey ho. Could have just not put it as a prize and just accidentally counted. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Both us at the Fret Talk podcast and Mr. Stuart Tate are spreading some Christmas cheer. So I'm I'm cool with that. Although the draw I think is probably gonna happen after Christmas. Well, it didn't you say till the end of the month? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. Definitely after Christmas. There, but it's still Christmas it, cheer. Woo! Yeah, I mean, Christmas lasts till like October these days, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and then you get probably a week off, and then the Christmas stuff comes back in the uh, the shops. Yep. Oh dear. Woo! Christmas. Woo! I'll enjoy the the week or so off work that that'll be fine and the the copious amounts of alcohol <laughs> right so i'm gonna i'm gonna insult my piece of paper because uh about two or three weeks ago i made you um do a, a segment and then ignored it for a couple of weeks didn't i <laughs> you did uh, so i think i've already uh explained the concept on a on a previous podcast but i'll explain it again so it's the 200 pound pedal board so we are to assume that through some magical series of events, all of your pedals have been taken away. They are uh, they are not available anymore, um, but your patch cables and your power supply and your actual pedal board are still there, so we don't need to worry about them. Um, but you've got £200 to make a gigable pedal board. The rules are that you could use the gear exchange for it or you could mm-hmm. buy new that's fine but you can't use multiple pedals from the same manufacturer yep <laughs> so it's a very weird hypothetical um but i figure it'll come up with some some interesting choices well i mean i i posted this in the group um on saturday but on my current pedal board, there's only one brand that has more than one pedal on there, and it's TC because they've got two offs on the board. <laughs> you literally so no got the same loyalty. thing twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I've got a mini and a full-size one. Yeah. But, yeah, and they're the only brand that repeats, so I, it's fairly plausible that I put together a board without repeating any. Yeah. So... I've managed to get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pedals. I managed to get seven pedals, and I believe, if my maths is correct, which it probably isn't because I did this very quickly, um, that I hit the £200 mark bang on. However, this assumes that I'm going to collect each and every one of these pedals (laughs) because all of them are from the gear exchange bar one. Okay. Fair enough. I have managed to get seven pedals. Ooh, nice. Mine 
some of mine are new, some of mine are used, and I did not take postage into account. Yeah. I also managed to go £1.40 over budget, but because mine's been set for over a week, that's my interest on (laughs) buying them from last week to this week. (laughs) And I am sure if you would haggle with some of those used prices... You'd be able yeah. to get like twenty pence off this pedal, thirty pence off 30 this one. Yeah. So it yeah. it would it would probably even out. Just out of interest, what's your most expensive pedal? Uh, fifty pounds. Just uh, fair enough. Mine's forty four pounds seventy nine pence. I'm assuming that is uh, bought from a shop and not some very pedantic <laughs> uh, eBay salesman. <laughs> I, I I can't comment. Right, so time. go on then. Give us right, your pedal. Started off, I've rebought a Dr. Green tuner. It's 25 yep. quid. So that's what I've started with. Oh, my shit, next pedal. tuner. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Next pedal was a TC Electronic Nether Octaver that I rebought. <laughs> yep. Again, £26 new. Cool. The next one, the £44.79 pedal. Yeah. Is. An eBay buy it now price. Okay. From somebody selling one in France <laughs> for a Tube Screamer Mini because it was the cheapest Tube Screamer Mini I came across. Okay. And it brought me down because I'd seen some for £45, seen some for £47, yeah. seen some for 49 This was £44.79. Yeah. Buy it now, no postage costs. Yeah. So. You probably could have got one cheaper on a different week. I've seen them go yeah. for like 30, 35 quid. Yeah, I just couldn't find anything the week I did this, which was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the next pedal I got was a Nux Chorus, a Nux Chorus. Nux, CH3. yeah. We're, we're not, we're not going to entertain the fact that they, they call themselves Nux. They're Nux. Yeah, and that was twenty four ninety nine. Brand new, yeah. Yep. Cool. I then, and you're not going to, or you're probably going to be surprised at this, for £36, I went for a base soul food from Electro Harmonics. Okay, yeah. That's an interesting one. I chose the base soul food over the original soul food because of the clean blend. Yeah, the blend. Yeah, the blend. The circuit is very similar anyway, and that clean blend just allows you to have a bit more clarity the soul food is very it's like people call it transparent overdrive but it's, it's not transparent it, it's in not, the slightest yeah it's not at all uh, yeah when you start hearing the drive that's when the transparency's going isn't it yeah so i wanted that clean blend to kind of you know make sure that i could keep some clarity obviously i'm running all this with the hayden so that i've got drive in there as well okay I then picked up a Moor Skyverb for £17. Yeah, the, the the better of the two, yeah. Yeah, so I picked up that one again. That was a buy it now on uh, eBay. And the final pedal I picked up for £27 was the X-Vive Phaser King. Oh, which yeah, is the you've got phaser one of those, that I've yeah. got. This is... The cheapest I could find it was £27. Now, I paid £25 for mine, so really I came in under budget. 
because mm-hmm. I managed to buy one in the past. Yeah. £25. Yeah. This one, again, was a foreign listing on eBay in Europe for £27.62. Which yeah, brings I'll... my overall total to 201.40. So... I think you got screwed over with the uh, the tube screaming there because I've seen them go 30, 35 week in, week out. But uh, I think on occasion I've seen them go as little as 25 quid. So um, I guess it's down to mine now, isn't it? It is. So first uh, first pick is the MXR Dynacomp. Uh, and I, I managed to find that on the gear exchange for £40, pounds, which... Nice compression-y goodness. Yeah, it's a bargain if you ask me. And I think you can get them subtle enough that I will have it always on. Uh, right, so my next one. Uh, so that was 40 quid. My next one is the TC Electronics Dark Matter. Not the Mojo Mojo. Wow. Wow. No. Uh, who are you and what have you done with the budget pedal, chap? <laughs> There's reason for it. Um the the Mojo Mojo um, does something which can be uh, attained in a similar way uh, by some other pedals, and the next pedal will explain where I've got that kind of sound from. Uh, okay. The Dark Matter is a, a kind of slightly crunchier, um, more kind of toppy drive. And that mixed with the Mojo Mojo is a brilliant sound, but because I can't have yeah. both, I had to get the Mojo elsewhere. Okay. Um, How much was that? Did that cost you? So those are thirty-five new. Okay. So that's not bad at all. Um, the next one is the Boss SD One, which yeah gets yeah. in a okay. similar kind of ballpark to the the uh, the Mojo Mojo. Um. To my to my ear, not as preferable, but it's it's close, um, and it actually it's it's probably a more versatile drive than the Mojo Mojo, in the fact that you can use it as a as a boost, um, as well as a drive. But I'm using it as a drive in this sense. So I've got my Dark Matter set to like a really kind of to a light drive. I've got the SD one set to a light enough drive combine them i've got my heavy drive and i've got an ehx lp how much was the bus oh that was uh, 25 and i've got my ehx linear power booster for 20 as my lead boost okay um so i of course i need a phaser so i've gone for the moon vintage phaser which i found for 20 pounds on the gear exchange I don't think they're much more new, to be honest. Um, and I also need chorus. This is where I uh, I decided to splash out a little bit, and I went for the Gaia Tone Micro Chorus, the MC2, uh, and that was going used for fifty pounds. Uh, I mean, okay, I've not heard of uh, much from Gaia Tone. I the only uh, pedal I heard from them was their. I think it was called the the Mini Rocker or something like that, which was an auto war that Guthrie Govan uh, absolutely championed. And it looks like it's from the same um, same series of pedals. So I thought, hey, 
if uh, if that was yeah. good, <laughs> surely. Um, <laughs> and it's a two knob, so I, I assume it's kind of um, CS2 based. Yeah. Not CS2, what am I on about? That's CE2. CE2, yeah. Um, so I've done all of them apart from one, which is my delay, which is the uh, Belka analog delay, which comes in at £20, which I've been told is pretty good. And that should come to 200 exactly. I'm afraid anybody following along at home with a calculator Go on. will know that that comes in at £210. Oh, oh. Right, so where am I going to save a bit of cash? MXR guy will do me for 35 I'm sure. And Dark Matter. I'm paying 35 there. I could get that for 20 I was going to say, you can get that for 20 so you'd be fine. Yeah, so a bit of a bit of a fluff on the math there. Um, but general, Math? Are you American? Maths. M-A-F-F-Z. Maths. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, considering that I had to buy my entire board again, it's not too dissimilar from what I've got already, to be honest. <laughs> so, I should potentially be less predictable. Yeah, bearing in mind I rebought four pedals. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll drink to that. Wee. Uh, yeah, um, probably should have actually looked at some other pet, but I wanted to stuff that I knew what it sounded like. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was about kind of getting your rig, but again, and <laughs> yeah. on a budget. So we have. I could, I could have just said, "I'll just get the budget pedal chap to make me ten pedals." <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. You probably do for two hundred quid, to be honest. And they'd all have pictures of dicks and balls and jeers and all that. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I am. I am thinking of uh, making a pedal with with some beaded um, graphics on the front, <laughs> uh, based on our, our conversation last week. Um, but we're we're <laughs> relatively relatively far into this podcast, and we haven't even tickled the news yet. So let's go for some news. Nudes. Nudes. Yeah. Nudes. I don't think anyone wants to see that, mate. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely out of shape. Well, I'm round, which <laughs> it's just yeah. a shape, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, not, not, it's, not, a, it's not a good shape. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right, so uh, as I mentioned last week, Fender have literally dropped a mass of news. So we're going to go a little bit in depth with this one. Fender Performer Series... So, American Performer Series, maybe. Um, This is, uh, it's something a bit, a bit mental. So, uh, I've got a Jazzmaster. I've got a HSS Strat. I've got a Mustang Bass. I've got a Jazz Bass. Single Humbucker Tele. So, single coil bridge Humbucker Neck Tele. A standard Tele. A standard Strat. And a Mustang. There's a HSS Strat, isn't there? Oh, I mentioned that one. Did you? I did. I, I didn't hear that one. It's okay. I mean, essentially, when people read lists, it's very difficult to pay attention to every detail in that list. <laughs> I, I'm very much aware of that. Basically, what, I, what I've taken from this is they've got a couple of tellies and a couple of Strats and some other things. Yeah, they've, they've got some superfluous <laughs> bollocks, haven't they? Like a Mustang bass, what? 
<laughs> who, who's been screaming out for that? Um, Short people who play bass. Yeah, potentially. So, I mean, th- there's some pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, so, a lot of the... Um, so, the, the Jazzmaster the, and the Strats have got the fat headstock, which I love. Um, Get it in the sack. <laughs> after that PRS last week, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you, sir? What do you mean last week I put it in the group chat today? Yeah. I put it in the <laughs> yeah. Facebook group today. That's it. Yeah, and the, let the hate roll in. <laughs> uh, so, they've, they've got the fat stock, which at least distinguishes them from other... Fender stuff, so it's it's distinctive. Uh, with the Jazzmaster, it's it's no longer got the the mental trem system on it. It's got uh, an equally useless but <laughs> slightly more useful um, synchronized vintage trem. So the six screw vintage trem. Sync is that what they're calling it? Synchronized vintage trem. Yeah, that's what they call those Not ones. Apart strat from strat trem system. Yeah, well. That's that's the kind of the universal name for them, <laughs> rather than the the, the two post. Um, right. Okay. But yeah, the the six screw vintage trim are by and large as useful as the original Jazzmaster trim systems. <laughs> I'd say slightly better, but not by much. Um, however, they have decided to forego the uh, the crazy. Um, Jazz switching thing, the the jazz circuit. The cool thing about Jazzmaster. Yeah, yeah, like so that 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 confused me because like the the things about Jazzmasters that that are make it distinctive are that that weird crappy trem, and I'm okay with them putting that aside because it's it's weird and it's crappy. Um, <laughs> but then the the switching system which. You can choose to ignore if you don't like it. Like yeah. it, it's, it's easy enough to just not touch it. It has two settings: bypassed, and then you can use it. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that they've made they they've made the decision to to not even include that is it's a disappointment for me. Are they still having the shitty flat single coil Jazzmaster pickup? They are indeed. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that makes sense <laughs> just- because. That that's what jazz masters are about. So it it does, but if you're gonna have that, you need the other tones. Just I oh, just I don't get Fender sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do, mean, do you reckon this is where Henry's come after he's left Gibson? <laughs> he's just like it's like Lego bits, and he's went yeah, Strat Trem, jazz master pickups, big headstock. Yeah, that'll make a guitar. <laughs> Somebody put a body on that. That'd be fine. Yeah. Um, so it seems a little bit disjointed for me that does the uh, the the jazz. However, uh, the HSS Strat has got some uh, some lovely bells and whistles, um, and I think we'll we'll have a mention uh, of some of the things that go over all of the uh, all of the series. I mean, this is excluding bass because I mean we okay. we talked about bass last week, so. They uh they've they've got their fill for the year. <laughs> uh, so the they've got classic um classic gear tuners which are eighteen to one ratio, which is pretty good. 
Um, they have vintage starlings, but are are modern tuners, and that goes across uh, across a lot of the range. Uh, they've got an entirely new pickup range um, called the <laughs> the Yo's Mites. <laughs> they're called Yosemites. Uh, um, so they they're designed especially for this range. They've not been introduced before as well. Um, so that's that's a that's a pretty cool thing. Um, and it looks like the fat fat headstocks are quite uh, quite universal. They've obviously not put them on the tellies, um, but like, they're on the straps thank as well. The Lord. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be a little bit of a step too far, wouldn't it? They do it all the time with the deluxe. Yeah, I mean that, but that's different. That's different. I don't want it to be different. <laughs> tellies with a fat headstock headstock belong in the sack with the uncompensated brass saddles from a telly. I mean. Yeah, I, I will allow that because we with we're chucking away the brass saddles. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, G and L do like individual uh, brass saddles, so yeah. you, you get the brass saddle sound, but you don't have to what, put up with the shitty intonation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah, and there are companies that like they do the brass saddles that like then you can adjust the 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 pivot on them so that they are and he's just like why are you making so much work for yourself when you could just have six individual brass saddles that is not a difficult solution but you know what <laughs> Fender you do you you do you so yeah Yosemite pickups they they um, they go across a lot of the range uh, the HSS Strat though is a really interesting one uh, so apparently it's got a push-pull pot that blends the neck into both the bridge and the middle position. Um, I think that, that's the same with the standard strat as well. However, the humbucker is something that's a little bit a little bit tasty. Sexual. A little bit sexual. Yeah, so they've, they've really thought about this, uh, this humbucker. It's called the double tap humbucker, which is... It seems seems to be pandering towards the uh, the first person shooter generation, um, <laughs> but again, Fender, you do you. the The actual technology behind it is is pretty good. So, um, a lot of people complain that when you've got a a tappable humbucker, sorry, a splittable humbucker, should I say? Yeah. That the single coil sounds often don't. Um, they don't live up to like a normal single call sound and they're, they're often quite weak sounding. Uh, Which I get. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that. If you do them properly, then that's not a problem. But in some situations it is. <laughs> yeah, um, expending, expecting people doing it at home to do it properly is one thing. And no. mask companies, yeah. 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 But so they, they've come up with a solution for it. So one of the coils of the humbucker is overwound, so that it adds a kind of beefiness to the to the tone. So that when you do split the coil, you get this beefed up, overwound pickup. That's cool. Yeah. But then, rather than just leaving it there and you having one pickup that overpowers the other in the humbucker mode. 
they do it where when you engage humbucker mode, it taps that overwound pickup to a, a lower output so that it it matches the uh, the other coil in the pickup, which is genius. Yeah, I, I thought that that was that was quite cool. And aside from the name, I'm down with the double tap bucker. So yeah, hats yeah, off, yeah, Fender. No, I hats got off. No, uh, yeah, no problems with that. Um, so yeah, let's have a look at some of the other things that they've done. So they've they've got a Mustang bass. No one cares. They've got a jazz bass again. It's got four strings. It's, it doesn't really matter. Um, single humbucker telly. I'm okay with that. I think that's all right. Yeah. Apart from the humbucker. No, I could I could deal with a humbucker in a telly. Um, no, no, it's it's fine. Have you seen how it's mounted? No, no, no. It's 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 not a normal humbucker that mounts with a screw above and a screw below. And it's not a wide-range humbucker that mounts two screws yeah. above and two screws below. It's got two screws above and one screw below. I thought- just to make sure that you cannot find a replacement and you have to leave that humbucker in, even if it sounds like ass. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've gone through all of this all of this effort to make the double-tap bucker and the, the Yosemite pickups <laughs> every time. Um <laughs> So I imagine that they they're gonna make it sound decent. Um, yeah, I'm cool with it. And if not, just get a new guard. Yeah, but I mean, it's a lot of effort. Well, getting a new guard for a telly. I've literally got five just just <laughs> just lying around the house. But you also have three and a half thousand tellies. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> uh, so standard telly, that's 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 a given. If your range doesn't have a standard telly, is it even a range? Um, standard strat again, pretty good. And a Mustang. What what even is a Mustang? Just what? It's a car, Ford car. It it is a Ford. A Ford car is a different <laughs> car. Uh, <laughs> let's not confuse matters. Um, so the Mustang, it's like a short scale. Uh, short scale guitar, isn't it? Yeah, That's, isn't it? The, yeah, it's short short scale. What's it called? Like not. It's it's Jaguar, an off, it's an offset. Jaguar. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> yep, there we go. Between us, we did news. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I don't think I care a great deal about the um about the Mustang. I'll I'll just put it out there right now. Um. The the colours, however, so Arctic White, which is standard, Aubergine, which is not Aubergine. It's literally like dark, dark wine red with a little bit of purple. It's definitely not Aubergine. Aubergine's a neon black. Um, Honey Burst, which it's on Les Pauls. It's beautiful. On a Fender, it's just it's it's like nah. yeah, it's like they just haven't been asked to do the three tone sunburst. It's it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Penny, love it, absolutely love it. I do not get it. I don't get it. So I I, I understand why you don't, but at the same time, I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's something, but it's not it's not exciting, is it? 
It's not. I mean, it's more exciting than Arctic White and Three Tone Sunburst and yeah, all the turds that they normally come out. Yeah, aubergine again. It's not a. It's not a vibrant color. It's not an exciting color. Honey Burst again. It's one of those where it could be. Yeah. It's just another guitar, then, isn't it? Uh, it is, but is it not classier than like TV Yellow and Bright Orange and all the vibrant colors? I don't want classy. I want I want in your face. And yeah, that's that's fair enough. Um, I. I mean, if you th- yeah. if you think about the uh, the Charvel series that came out earlier on in the year. Pro Mod 24 thingy. Yeah, the, the Pro Mod. I mean, they had the HSH, uh, HSH and the, is, was it the HSS as well? Yeah. Um, and the colours on those were, I mean, they weren't like super vibrant. They were kind of like yeah. loud pastel. And I actually, I liked the orange one of them. The orange one was brilliant. The pink was brilliant. Um, there was, yeah. a, there was a, a blue as well, weren't there? Like a kind of powdery blue which I think so even like it weren't it weren't my cup of tea but I could even I could respect that um <laughs> s- some of these I'm just I'm not feeling uh they've got a satin surf green I'm, I'm okay with surf green satin sonic blue I'm not sure how much I care about sonic blue and like uh, satin like placid blue as well which again so like generally like my feel for this uh this range is they've done quite a few things right yeah so I'll give you that the i'm assuming the the yosemite pickups are going to be pretty good because they're mentioning them quite a lot uh the the double tap booker is it's a great idea and i hope it i hope it works um and some of the stuff like the push pull part for the like bringing in the neck pickup to to blend in with uh, some other things, which is that's that's a great great thing. Um, love the fat headstocks, but I'm not I'm not down with the Jazzmaster um, veering off the Jazzmaster, and I'm I'm really not down with the colours. No, and I think my other big downer on this is. Some of the colours are available with a rosewood or a maple board. Any of the decent ones are only available with one, not the other. Ah, that's a bag of dicks, isn't it? That's it. What's the point? Like seriously, what's the point? You do, you do you make these two pieces completely separate and bolt them together at the end. What <laughs> yeah. difference does it make <laughs> yeah. if you bolt the one with the brown board or one with a yellow board? Doesn't make a difference to your fender, so don't be dicks about it. <laughs> Matt Rant. Love it. Um, I think there was a there was some complaints about the uh, the range having too much choice, and having a rosewood and a maple board option would mean that there was then even more choice. So, well, get get rid of Arctic White, which we've had in every single guitar ever made. Get rid of that as a color choice. Get rid of turd yellow, whatever they called it. There wasn't a yellow one there. <laughs> whatever, Honey I burst. can't even remember what it. Honey burst, that was it. Get rid of that. Yeah. Have the slightly more interesting colours. Right, so if I was getting rid of Arctic White, I'd replace it with 
aged Olympic white. So like the kind of almost yellowy, uh, yellowy white that the the Malmsteen I mean, strat comes in. But you're you're defeating the object of me removing them so I can put both boards on all guitars. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I'm fine with Continue. that. Continue. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Okay, so you've got rid of Arctic White for uh, Olympic White. Yeah, I've, I've replaced it with aged Olympic White, so it's almost yellowing. Uh, get rid of Aubergine completely. Get rid of Honey Burst completely. Um, I'd keep Penny, even though I don't like it. Uh, Satin Surf Green, I'd keep that. Satin Sonic Blue, I'd keep that. Fuck Lake Placid Blue. Fuck that right in the air. Um, <laughs> replace it with, I don't know, Candy Apple Red. I like Candy Apple. Um, and then... Maybe two colours that are just absolutely fucking mental. Like hot pink. Let's get that in there. Straight up. Um, And maybe, this is a strange one, but maybe ebony finish but with uh, binding. So, Is this for your tellies or your strats or all everything? All of them. Binding on a strat? Bound strat. Bound Telly, Bound Jazz Master. Okay. okay. Mustang could go okay, fuck itself as well. Yep. Yeah, fuck Mustang if, off. If, <laughs> uh. if we're doing that, can I suggest we just put rosewood boards on everything? Yep, sorted. <laughs> there you go, Fender. Sound. We fixed your <laughs> fixed your performer series. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I figure we've been quite productive this afternoon. Uh yeah. So let's uh Let's rag on another company now. So, Epiphone. What did we say last week about um, Hendrix Strats? What did we say? <laughs> um, we said that, this, that we don't like upside-down headstocks and they keep releasing them every bloody three weeks. Indeed. And then, and then Ayrton quite astutely said, well, at least it's not a Joe Bonamassa. <laughs> Epiphone have released the Joe Bonamassa 355. Or are releasing it, sorry. So, so yet another one. Uh, So, for all intents and purposes, it looks a bit like Lucille. It's a black 355, not 335, but black 355. Uh, Maple poplar, maple laminate top, slim taper D. Ebony board, ebony on the Epiphone, but rich on like Epiphone. on the on the actual <laughs> on, on Lucille. Yeah, on a custom shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 foreground Lucille gets rich like that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> ebony on the on the Epiphone. Graph Tech new bone nut, new bone. I'm sure I need to laugh at that if I've laughed at Slim Taper as well. So, ha ha ha. Um, Bigsby B7. Um, Wiggle stick. Uh, vo- yeah, wiggle stick, yes. Um, okay, yeah. Vibramate string spoiler, which I think is the, the little bar thing that uh, pushes the strings down onto the, the tailpiece. Apparently it makes tune, okay. um, tuning, changing strings easier as well. Uh, ABR1. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to say something that's going to be really controversial, but it's not that hard to change strings on a big speed guitar. I, I've never had to had to do it, but I yeah I don't see what the fucking problem is. Like what what you do is you put a slight bend 
in the end and then hook it on a... <laughs> Bend in the end. Hook it on a pokey outfit and then just string like a normal person would string a normal guitar. Like I'm, I'm loving the finger I motions, Matt. Yeah, I mean, if only, when I had, <laughs> if only the people could see this. When I had the Gretsch, I restrang it twice, and I didn't only restring it twice because I didn't want to restring it. I just only restrang it twice because that's all it needed, and it yeah. wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that, and also apparently people. Have have said if you just put a blob of blue tack over the post, that keeps them on for long enough for you to get the tension in the string as well. So yeah, there there are ways around it. I mean, by now you think there'd be like some sort of clamp system for it. Um, Do you know why there isn't one? Because you don't fucking need it. (laughs) 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 Yep. I can't argue with that, can I? Um, but, I mean, that's not a problem with... Uh, that is alone to this Joe Bonamassa 355. That's a problem with Bigsby's... That yeah, sorry, I've distracted people, you. That's fine. It's, talking about it. it's fine. I mean, it's it's a, it's a legitimate argument against the Bigsby. Um, but it sounds like they're doing everything in their power to make this Bigsby not shit. Um, uh, ABR1 lock tone tunematic bridge. Um, sure. And uh, Grover Rotomatic Tuners, I believe they're called. So actually named Grovers rather than the quote-unquote Grovers you get on the lower end Epiphones. <laughs> the Grovers yeah. Honest. Uh, we, we promise they are, even though they might not be. Yep. Totally. So uh, he's asked for Alnico to... So the Pro Booker 3... Uh, in the bridge, which is slightly overwound, and then the Pro Booker two in the neck. Uh, apparently, they uh, they're the ones that he specified for the the Amos V as well. So they're the the pickup of choice in the Epiphone line. So right, okay. I mean, they are they are pretty legit. I I played, I think, uh, um, an ES Les Paul uh, Epiphone. With pro bookers in, I don't know which ones, but it had pro bookers in, and they were they were legit. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, what say you about the the Jobo three five five? I think he's got enough signature models. It's <laughs> point number one. Um, and I'm sure it's a really nice, really well playing guitar. I won't even bother trying one. Um, even if I was in a shop where I could get my hands on one, I wouldn't look at it. I don't want to spend over the money, over the odds for a guitar that's got standard Epiphone everything by the sounds of it, apart from it's got a proper big speed as opposed to a licensed one. Yeah, uh, well, it's got so it's got the the ABR I mean, one Loctone Tunematic, which um, I think those are the yeah. Gibson ones rather than the the cheap shitty Epiphone ones. Uh, yeah, but I mean, what's the what's the price point this is coming in at? Uh, there, there wasn't quid. a price point just yet, but I'm assuming uh, it's probably going to be because uh, because well, bearing in mind is, is yeah, it's a, his one pickup Firebird was eight hundred quid, so I, I reckon it's going to be around that price anyway. I don't think eight, they'll. Eight, I'd, I'd say eight hundred to a grand. I don't think they're going to crest the grand with it, but I could be wrong. Um, I think they might tickle it. <laughs> it's the best phrase that we've ever ever used on this <laughs> love it tickle the grand um, 
So yeah, uh, it depends what the price point is, but I think if it comes in kind of eight hundred ish, they're gonna sell anyway because they've got Joe Bonamassa's name on, and the the collectors just they eat are. them straight up, don't they? Um, they do. But I think if you can get your hands on one, and you're after you're after. Uh, a semi-hollow which isn't the ridiculous price that you'd be paying for the Gibson and this comes in under the grand mark it's it's a legit um, a legit choice for it but like you say it <laughs> <laughs> do we need another Jobo? not really no no we I don't I mean have we seen Joe Bonamassa use all of the things that he's had in his, as a signature model in the last two years? Uh, I've I've not seen Joe Bonamassa play in about four, so. Um, but yeah, he he has a lot of guitars, and he's got access to to vintage vintage Les Pauls. So I don't think he's going to go. No, no, no. Today we won't play the. We won't play the vintage Les Paul. Pass me that Epiphone. Bring it here. Pass me the Firebird. Yes, that one. Yes, the one pickup Firebird that I'm well known for using. Yeah, I mean, he he probably does, and he can he'll, he'll make it sound good. He 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 can play. He definitely can play. Um, but yeah, I know you. I know what you're saying. Generally, Luke. Yeah, I mean, will, it's, it's like Slash with his Firebird. Just piss off and. Stop slaughtering people for money. That's it. I, well, I think it's it's not only down to them, is it? But I, I'm sure they don't mind the extra couple of zeros that roll into their bank account. Yeah. So our final bit of news this week, we're we're running into a massive cast for this week. Um, so we'll we'll keep it keep it short, which I don't think we will. Pedal Train. Pedal Train have have released a solution to a problem. Nobody's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let, let let's wait before we uh, before we absolutely. I know it's a problem you had because you didn't buy a tuner. Well, yeah, so I, I might be looking for this one, <laughs> not for the price they're fucking asking. I can tell you that. Uh, so, pedal train the SST. It's called the space saving tuner. Um, so essentially, it's if you imagine like quite a long USB stick. It's a bit like that. So it's about the kind of thickness and dimensions. So it's not a pedal, but it's it's like a a board-mounted tuner that kind of slots between your pedals, so the little gaps that you have between your pedals. Um, it's got a super bright display, so it's easy to read, and you can adjust um, you can adjust the tuning from like two uh, like four thirty two and and going through to 440 and upwards I don't know by how much I didn't care um, because <laughs> 440 in it yeah um, no it's 432 it's 432 music is better when it's 432 sure it is I mean I've I've, I've seen the, the YouTube videos where people are tuning to 432 and saying oh yeah but it's it's like a spiritual resonance and he's like fuck off <laughs> yeah I can't Every, disagree yeah. with you. Everyone else tunes to this. It's it's a standard. Stop trying to imperialise fucking tuning. 
<laughs> like who knew that Matt Rance didn't have to come from Matt uh, it's genius yeah it, I, I can't disagree with what you said like I hate I hate them yeah so I used to go to school with one. Oh dear yeah. so uh, so imagine this USB stick out of the USB stick is hardwired uh, a jack input sorry two jack inputs for uh, like in and out so it goes through your signal goes through the tuner obviously um, and a 9 volt but they're, they're attached to like like thin just imagine like the, the the cables that you have coming out of a set of earphones that goes to your your three three inputs essentially yeah um, that for me is strike one uh, so th- yeah okay go on strike one so let's have some other strikes so I mean these things like you know the kind of force that it can take to pull a a, a quarter inch jack out of a quarter inch jack socket yeah you're going to snap those cables straight away yeah I mean they've got to come out yeah they are going to just literally pull out of this mental little USB stick tuner thing <laughs> Um, and the the cables that they've got on on them are thin, really, really thin. So yeah, I'm imagining that's your problem. That's that's your first problem. Um, but assuming that you it's plugged into your board and then it stays there and you're not having to unplug it a lot, so that doesn't doesn't factor in as a problem. What do you think another problem for this would be, Matt? Well, my personal problem is it says high brightness LED screen and there's no switch on it. Yep. So if you're playing in a dark arena, all you're going to see all fucking night is going to be this line on a tuner going up and down and 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 then and the letter change from A to B to B dot to C to yeah. just... No, so es- just no. So essentially, you've got like a tiny little rave for your feet. <laughs> um, but in doing that, it it being super bright, and if it is really super bright, so it's really clear to read, it's going to yeah. mean that your other pedals, uh, you won't be able to see They're them. Visible to you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to see this blinding light <laughs> coming at you from the from the floor. And if it's if it's really bright as well, it'll cast some horrible, ugly ass shadows on you. <laughs> yes, your 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 face will be going red or green depending on whether you're bending a note or not. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> every using using a bit of vibrato, and your face is just flicking between red and green, and red and green, red and green. Yeah, so I mean that that's a problem. Uh, how do you usually uh, how do you usually tune your guitar on stage, Matt? What what would be the process? Walk me through um, it. I would turn on my tuner. Yep. Then what happens? Um, which mutes my amp. Yep. And then I play the strings and then twist the the machine head until the guitar's in tune. Yep. So the process for this one, because it isn't the pedal, there's no bypass. So if you're tuning your guitar, you get... <laughs> while the singer's trying to... Like G up the crowd. That's not going to get. Oh, you can turn your amp off. <laughs> well, I mean, there are solutions like that. You could have a mute switch at the end of your board, 
<laughs> which then defeats the object of having this fucking product in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Done it off. <laughs> um, pedal train. Bless you. You gave it a go. You make boards that some people buy. You've now made a tuner that I don't think anyone will. Um, the, the piss take as well. It's it was coming in at like sixty dollars. So <laughs> you could get a real tuner for that, like a proper one. Yeah. So my solution for this would be a polytune clip. Yeah. So you've got you haven't got any space on your board. Shit, that's a problem. Polytune clip, and problem solved. Yep. You don't have to have your volume on for the polytune clip to work. So there's your bypass. <laughs> your guitar cables aren't yep. going to ruin the polytune clip. The only problem with the polytune is the that you can lose them, which I yeah. I I almost shat my pants today because I thought I'd lost mine. Um, but it just turns out I'd left it on a guitar. So there, there is one other downside to that, and that's if you've got a knobhead of a bassist who won't stop playing <laughs> for five seconds, you can't tune your own guitar because it picks up the resonance of his bastard bass. <laughs> his bastard bass. Well, what you could do, you could punch the bassist in the, the throat. Well, because I assume the way the way it's working is the vibrations are uh, are going through the stage and through the floor. Is you could jump while tuning. Uh, right, not, okay. an not an ideal solution not an ideal one try that next time <laughs> but <laughs> I mean needs must and all that there is one redeeming factor for this pedal train SST or whatever it's called oh go on then the the selectable tuning pictures don't include 432 oh do they not <laughs> goes from 438 up to 445 we so four three two is not there. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's your one redeeming factor. Yeah, it it doesn't allow for pretentious knobheads. <laughs> yeah, no spiritualist wankers with this one. That's it. So, I mean, pedal train. You've you saved yourself at the last moment there. You're right by me. And I think that's where we wrap it for this week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Because I think we're going to get no more sense out of uh, each other <laughs> if we carry on. Um, no. So, Facebook group is where you want to go, especially um, especially now because there's a chance of winning a Tate FX BNB Overdrive. So, that is Facebook groups. You type in Fret Talk Podcast. Um, I think we have to, have to um, accept members. So, make sure you do it soonish because we're lazy. So... We're not guaranteeing that it's an instant accept. <laughs> um, if you want to find me online, it's uh, facebook.com slash budgetpedalchap. It's instagram.com slash budgetpedalchap. And YouTube, uh, type in budgetpedalchap. We step in ever ever closer to that slash budgetpedalchap. It's, it's within <laughs> grasp. Maybe 2019 is my year. Um, if you want to find Matt, Online, he does another podcast about wrestling. Uh, it's the Bad Bookers podcast. I was going to say the Budget Bookers podcast. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're now creating your own wrestling podcast. Shit, man! I don't think I've got time for that. 
<laughs> but if that's what the listeners want, that's what the listeners want. So listen out for the, the Budget Bookers podcast, which will probably st- still have Matt on it. <laughs> I'll just get involved. Yeah. yeah, why not? Uh, no, check out the Bad Bookers podcast. Um, it's not all about wrestling, just in case you didn't like wrestling. First 15 minutes, it's basically blokes slagging each other off, which is really funny. Um, yeah, there's... There's also now at the start a, a random quiz that's usually vaguely wrestling based. Cool. I'm gonna have to gonna have to jump back on that train and uh, have a listen to that. <laughs> um, and you've also got a band which is uh, Facebook.com/slash SwitchIO. And Correct. if you want, if you want to talk to Matt, uh, like via the medium of the interwebs, just chat any shit to him. It's Twitter. Heel underscore Matt Q, and that's where you'll find him. Correct. I, I don't think there's anything else that we need to do for this week, is there? I think that's us. No, I think we're good. So thank you for listening, uh, listeners. And don't forget, get yourself in the in the Facebook group because there's free shit. <laughs> and the, the pedal is absolutely fucking wicked. It is. Uh, so... From myself. Are you sure I can't have it? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to consult the uh, the the powers that be, and I think that might be me. We could just tell them that somebody else won it, and then make up a fake name that both <laughs> accounts got, and then I could have it. Let's see, Matteo Quinos. He's see sí, see. Sí. He is from He's Spanish. El, yeah, El Spanio. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we may get rumbled somewhat um, oh dear. so from myself the budget pedal chap from Mr Matt Quine it will be a goodbye and good night from this week from this week fuck for this week <laughs> fuck this week <laughs> fuck you fuck, fuck. good night Monday you can't say fuck this week <laughs> I believe I can um, tatty bye Bye. Oh, mate, that was a that was a train wreck of an ending, that was, wasn't it? Oi, oi, Savaloy, Doddy's back in town. Well, hey, the main man, the godfather of the podcast, it is the Godcast, it is Mr. Mr. McDodd. Yo, dudes. So it's been a, it is, so it, it's been a while, hasn't it, Mick? But I mean, it's, it's been a while uh, for you, for basically like turbulent and turmoilous um, stuff, ain't it? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, first I moved house. Yeah. And that is that is a bit turbulent when you've got 20-odd guitars to move. <laughs> I did say, Mick, that if you, need, if you needed somewhere to, to keep them, I will, yeah. I will be that, that good friend. And and see, watching the AC-30 almost get dropped <sighs> by a couple of you know, hairy-ass removal men. But, hey. No. No. <laughs> not absolutely not worth yeah. their life, is it? So, so that was as called our um, fans are um, 
<coughs> forthcoming EP. Yeah. But anyway, I collapsed. I collapsed with a, a diabetic situation, which I didn't know I had. But hey, so you know, spent sort of the next uh, three weeks in a German hospital, and then four weeks in in a dodgy Essex hospital. Uh, and I've been out about a month now, but I thought I'd come and say hello to you guys, um, having celebrated a new guitar. I mean, we we always appreciate um, yeah. the um, we always appreciate the thoughts, Mick. But then we also appreciate a good guitar. So let's uh, let's tell the listeners what you've uh, what you've been getting yourself up to. Well, I've got I've got myself a little Fender Japanese, the older FSR, made in Japan. I think yeah, it's classic. I believe. Yeah, uh, a uh, white, of course. Bang on, bang on. Sorry, and uh, I, 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 so it's it's made like a, a you know, you wouldn't know it wasn't made. In, you wouldn't know it wasn't made in what? Sorry, you the call just the, dropped. Yeah, the, and uh, you know, and it's smooth as smooth as you like. Yeah, nice uh, old school uh, um, neck. And sound the pickups, and it just sound, just sounds like a proper telly. And you know, and yeah. for for about nine hundred quid, it's a uh, a banging a banging job. I've got to say, just to absolutely, you know, you know, Oh, I mean, and I've got you know, as a result of the diabetes, I've, I've had a slow getting my fingers back be able to play properly. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't play properly before, so there's no change there. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I can, I can, I, yeah, I can, I can play a few bar chords now, you know, and do, do the F minor seventh, and you, you're away. So it's, you know, it's done uh, your technique, uh, something, something brilliant, hasn't it then, Mick? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've learned another chord. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. get in. I mean, status quo. But, only yeah, knew three, didn't they? So, well, you know, I mean, but uh, uh, I've yeah, I've got to say, you know, so like it was you know, sort of having an easy guitar to play. Yeah, as, as you know, made it easy to return to some form. You know, yeah, it makes the rehabilitation so, a bit of a pleasure. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so like, and I've I've managed to, you know, I've slowly getting me my my music room together. So, yeah, I got the Hughes and Kettner up to to speed, and that that's working great. And with the telly going through that loud, it's just a, as good a sound as you'd like to hear. And what what so, Hughes and yeah, Kettner's this one? Sorry, me. It's been it's been it's too long. It's a tube meister. Oh, the tube meister. Tube meister. Yeah, hundred watt combo, <laughs> and you winding up a hundred watt combo, and your neighbours aren't knocking the door down. Well, very fortunate in that I've moved to a to a, a house that's a, a little bit isolated, so uh, um, it, you can turn it up very loud and disturb no one. All right, and you know the, most of the neighbours that were in the vicinity are all deaf anyway. They're about as old. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. 
Yeah, so yeah, you can put it up loud. Yeah, I'm in the wilds of wilds of North Essex now. You know, so it's uh, a bit a bit remote. You know, but yeah, you know, my my the the, the tubes uh, were recently are um, updated by by my good friends at PMT, mm. and this thing is. I can I, can I use the profanity? It's fucking loud. <laughs> I think I think we would expect nothing it, it, less, Mick. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got I've got a a, a, a nice sort of uh, music room now. Yeah, but uh, the windows were shaking, and yeah, <laughs> it, 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 you know, I, I ended up you know, I ended up having to put the old uh, um, earplugs in. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more than pleased with this thing and it this telly and it, it may become my gigging machine, you know. Yeah, you know, can't having not you know not being able to use not being able to use the dear old uh, um, CC one, you know, like yeah, that that guitar is a bit of a beauty, isn't it? Um, I yeah. Uh, I think tell it this new Japanese telly. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would recommend it to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I and think, uh, I, I know, I know. Uh, Chris Chris Wilson bought one recently as well. Oh, did he? Act- he did he actually buy one? I, th- I know he was um, he was pining after one, but I didn't didn't know that he actually I, bought one. I thought he'd got one. I thought I thought he'd got one, but uh, yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, you know, the, the amount of drugs I'm taking now, I don't know. I may have, I may have dreamt. <laughs> oh, Mick. I'm a, Mick, we've missed you, mate. We've missed you. Well, okay, you know, I, you know, I hope to get back with more stuff in sooner or later. Yeah. You know, when we announce the release of REP. <laughs> <laughs> more than welcome. Um, oh, so I'll tell you. Just to just to settle it as well, um, we mentioned that you had a uh, one of the Orange Crush uh, amps. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Orange Crush Pro. Um, what um, what model is that? Is it is is it the sixty or was it the, the what? Mate, the, uh, what wattage is it? Sixty. The sixty. Yeah, I th- I th- I'm sure I, I yeah. thought it was that. Didn't you say it was hundred, Matt? Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, it, yeah, we, have, was, we have slept was, since then, so. Yeah, there, there was a 100-watt version, but that that was uh, uh, unreasonably more expensive. So the 60-watt was, because I think it was a 15, 60, and... Uh, 100. 100. I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure. No, I mean... I was incredibly drunk at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your work ethic, Mick. I love it. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Well, that's but anyway, I, I just thought I'd pop in the salo and uh, I'll let you get on. And yeah. uh, no, absolutely, I'll run away, my friends. So much appreciated, me. Um, I'm going to stick this as a. I will be back. Absolutely, absolutely. We will get you on for a for a full cast in the very near future. So I'm going to. Okay, guys. I think I'm going to stick this uh, as a little bonus at the end for those who managed to make it that far. Okay. Excellent news. Okay, mate. All right. Enjoy your evening. Cheers. You too, Mick. Cheers.